This is NLBP TV video podcast. I am Camille Miller, your host and founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership. This video podcast is dedicated to supporting the holistic entrepreneur who is passionate about their business and living an authentic lifestyle. Tune in as we interview members, healers, inspiring business leaders, authors, and change makers in the alternative health and wellness arena. Let's get started. Hi everyone, I'm Camille Miller. I'm the executive director and founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership. And today we are doing a member spotlight. It is May 23rd of 2018. And our member spotlight is Spiritual Response Technique with Sue Ann Sesha Harden. Hello, Sue Ann, thank you for joining us today. Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm Sue Ann Sesha Harden. I'm an energy medicine practitioner and teacher the owner of Fifth Dimension Healing Energy, and also uh, a, a new part of my business is focused on a brand that I call The Holistic Pet, which I do in concert with another practitioner, Rongani Cindy Rounceville. So um, my energy medicine practice is wide-reaching. I leverage a lot of modalities in terms of energy medicine to help clear and balance people's energy fields. Um, things that you may have heard of, such as Reiki, uh, flower essences, crystals, emotional freedom technique, and something we'll talk about this morning is called spiritual response technique, otherwise known as SRT. And um, you might have heard it as spiritual response technique. Sometimes it's called spiritual response, um, uh, what's the word, treatment. So it, it just depends on where you are in the world. This And some of that is really more of the legality of the language. But SRT is fairly well recognized uh, by practitioners as spiritual response technique or treatment. Yeah, or therapy, I think, is the other word that you'll sometimes hear. And really what SRT is all about is it is a spiritual healing technique. It is going to work with your energy, your uh, levels of consciousness, and it's going to be working with your soul records up in the Akashic record. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about it. We all have this connection with uh, our spiritual committees, our spiritual selves, um, and there are many roles and offices in our spiritual committees that serve us throughout our journey here embodied in, in a, you know, as spiritual beings in a human form in a body and we um, all have connection with those those committees and those roles and and the helpers so to speak that are here to help us on our journey of learning the one that we like to work with and that we need to be working with in the spiritual response technique is called high self High Self is a consciousness and, and a spiritual committee member that works exclusively in our Akashic records. And the Akashic records you may have heard of are the Hall of Records or our Soul Records. They are the, the records, if you will, of all things that have happened or will happen or are happening for each and every soul in terms of their experience. So part of understanding this technique is understanding that you know, we have the ability to, to have our entire journey as a spiritual being in spirit, but we also have the opportunity to be in a body, to embody and incarnate into a physical form. And in the process of making that decision spiritually, deciding to come and have an experience in a physical form, we um, become and create a physical form. To do that, we come through many layers and levels of learning and uh, records that come with us from past experiences if we have come down in the physical body before and all for the purpose of spiritual learning that's kind of what it's all about at the end of the day so what happens as you decide to go through that incarnational process is you it, it, think of it like um, 
you're in, sometimes you've heard the term earth school, we're here on earth for learning purposes, right? So when you come to earth school, you, you go to the big filing cabinet in the sky and you pull out your folder. And in your folder is a list of all of the curriculum. Spirit gives you some core learning experiences. Uh, we all get those. And then you get to pick a bunch of electives on the way down. You know, how, you, how you're personally going to have an experience in your existence, in your human form, um, whether you're male or female, uh, the type of family experience, certain characteristics, um, your, literally your physical form, you know, things that you just, as a soul, choose to put into your spiritual experience. And you, you create this collective um, and this core curriculum and you know, all your incompletes, if you've had learning experiences that haven't been accomplished um, or checked off from prior experiences when you came into physical form, those things come back down with you as well. So you basically, when you incarnate, come through all the different levels of learning and pick up all of these experiences and, and create your human form, you're coming down with a package of, of potential experiences to enact in, in your human form. Um, and when you're creating it at the spiritual level, you know, you're all, your soul and your spirit's all into it. You know, you know exactly what you're doing. The, the challenge is we then come into physical form and we forget that's what we're here to do. <laughs> so then the struggle occurs, right? Things happen to us and we don't really know why, or we get into dysfunctional patterns and we don't know why, or things happen and they don't really feel like us and we don't know why. Um, and that's where the technique like SRT can be really helpful. So it is a spiritual clearing and, and healing, and it can influence at the spiritual level, the mental emotional level, as well as the physical level. Energy patterns can all be cleared. We clear subconscious programs, um, and, and we can basically clear out the negative or limiting or blocking side of your programs or your patterns. And the idea is to return you to free will choice. So this technique is not, um, it's not a reading, it's not, we don't predict the future. Um, even if we clear you, you know, we know the programs are cleared and the, and the limiting or blocking sides of those patterns that you are experiencing that are preventing you from making positive choices or having the experience and moving through it, you know, check the box, so to speak, um, can occur without extra suffering and pain along the way, right? Because, you know, you've learned what you needed to learn and now you can move through it into another experience. Um, but it doesn't prevent things from happening, right? It doesn't, um, because this is a free will planet, so we have free will. So you could choose to recreate a whole bunch of what you may perceive as painful experiences after clearing, but you may be doing that from a free will positive choice because for whatever reason, you feel you still need to have that experience. So um, it's important to understand that. Now, I'll get into what the technique is and how it works in a minute, but we all have this ability to connect directly with our highest self. So why would you work with a person who's an SRT practitioner or teacher or consultant? And I'm a practitioner, by the way. Um, there are uh, levels of training for people to become consultants and then also for people to teach the system of SRT. So uh, different levels of education and experience. And I have been working with SRT versus clients since 2009 for about two years myself to work on clearing out programs and patterns and, and kind of clear, cleaning up a bunch of you know, clutter and junk in my life that I wanted to get rid of. And um, then I became a practitioner through training um, from, I think, 2012 was when I first did my training. So um, basic and advanced level practitioner. So we all could do that, right? We all have this innate ability, but why would you work with someone who is a practitioner? And it's just because we have been trained in the methodology and the modality of working through clearing these programs and these energies faster for you. <laughs> 
Um, and just in my own experience of working with this since well, now it's nine years, um, the process and the clearings have gotten exponentially faster with the techniques that we have for a number of reasons. The most basic is that for all of us, we have had a lot of spiritual awakening and our consciousness has been raised. And so we are actually much more likely to want to release and let go of these old patterns and these dense, you know, heavier patterns or negative patterns a lot faster um, to free up for new positive experiences. So um, just having somebody who's trained in the methodology can help you clear those things faster. But in general, everybody is clearing faster. Um, it's just that you can get through a lot of things um, more expeditiously. And you can also explore different areas um, that can be cleared. People think of some obvious things like uh, trauma, emotional challenges, um, physical things. But it, the technique really works across a very wide variety of challenges and, and um, issues that people have. So. I'll get into that in a second and just bring this up. So um, that's a little bit about it. The technique itself, let me go back here, um, has really got three parts. Uh, when you come for clearing, you make an appointment. It can be done in person. It can be done over something like Zoom or Skype. It can be done as a phone uh, consultation. It can actually be done offline where um, you've had a you know, conversation or you sent an email and you've you know, made an appointment and you just say, you know, I'd like X, Y, and Z type things. You know, this is my situation, my challenge, my problem. And then I can just do a clearing for you offline and then debrief you or not, <laughs> depending on your preference. And the reason I say that is sometimes even when we do the in-person or the, the virtual clearings, one of the main things about this technique is things will come up. Sometimes you do get things that come up from past life or um, a story kind of emerges, you know, a pattern of things get cleared in a session and you can start to see a pattern, you know, developing. And the idea is really for people to clear it, let it go, release it, not to re, um, to understand it. Like you, when you hear things that come up in the clearing, if I'm talking through the clearing with you, um, I always tell people just sort of let it wash over you, like let it go in one ear and out the other, because I don't want you to reattach to it emotional energy and rebuild energy on it that may reestablish that pattern for you. So a lot of times it is better if people have really challenging things to just, you know, go lay on the couch, <laughs> listen, you know, if it's a phone session or do an offline clearing, and then we can just talk about generally what came up so that you know, you know the kinds of things that you were able to release and move on from. So uh, we would make an appointment, we would set up a session, typical initial session is about an hour and a half, that's because it usually takes a little time to explain the technique. Also the first clearings tend to have a lot of things to clear and release for people. Um, and the clearing itself has three parts. It has the initial connection, which we do uh, prep to work, where we're, we're creating a connection. And we're actually working as a team with the spiritual committee. So it is me and my high self working with you and your high self, and together, we are going um, into the Akashic Records, and it's really high selves that are actually doing the work. I am facilitating, and I am actually doing that um, through the use of some charts. This is an example of one of the SRT charts. Master, I don't know if you can see that. And a pendulum, which is going to guide us around the chart to the areas that need clearing. So we'll establish our connection with high self, um, make sure it's clear, clean, neutral, right? I am not predicting, guiding, or directing this. It is really just information coming down from high self through me and actually through the pendulum because we use a questioning technique so the pendulum can give us a yes, no, or a working signal that some kind of clearing or activity is happening up in the Akashic Records. Um, the main part of the clearing is called research. That's where we go from chart to chart. There are many charts that are 
have been channeled for us to use in this technique and we are guided from high self to which chart to go, what areas to clear, um, and then ask for clearing and releasing of whatever negative energies or whatever needs to be cleared, you know, from the information on that chart for that person. And the last part of the technique is called mop-up, and mop-up is where um, you don't necessarily need to do research, but the high self committees will just go in and kind of clean up everything else that needs to be cleared and released and cleaned up, and then the session is complete. So after your first session, you uh, can do them fairly quickly. I've had clients who, you know, will call in for like a 30-minute session. Sometimes you need a longer session. So, you know, we can consult about what uh, time level is appropriate for what you're doing based on what your challenge is and what you're trying to clear. So that's a little bit about the technique. Now, um, what would this be for? Who would this be for? So the kinds of things that are... Um, great for SRT and has been used around the world. It's again, as I said, it's about releasing negativity, breaking old habits, breaking um, dysfunctional patterns or cycles of energy. So I like to say a different day, same junk, right? <laughs> you know, it's a different, different day, same, different zip code, same, you know, same stuff happening. It's always, it's a pattern you just can't get out of your own way or you really don't feel like yourself. Um, and there are spiritual reasons for that. Sometimes, you know, patterns, programs get mixed up. Um, and I can give you some examples as we, you know, take questions on this. But there are, um, there are definitely, if you're not feeling, if you're feeling stuck, that's a good hallmark that this technique could be appropriate for you. If you're feeling like you can't get out of your own way, if you're feeling like you can't break a pattern that is holding you back from having joy, harmony, peace in your life um, or, or achieving the things you want, this could be a good technique. And this technique, by the way, works for animals, uh, businesses. I've done business clearings. I've cleared for animals and for people of all ages, children through, you know, adulthood. Some of the typical um, emotional or physical issues can be around allergies, weight issues, chronic pain, illness and disease, anxiety, fear, or lack consciousness type issues, um, changing false beliefs, perceptions, and attitudes gaining greater clarity, balance, joy, or harmony, clearing stuck energies and repeating cycles, uh, clearing past life energies and programs, and improving current relationships of all types. So we can do things around the energy dynamic, um, which you know is all part of our spiritual learning process. So those are um, some of the main things that we would use it for. So I think I'll stop there and see maybe if that feels like a good starting point and then maybe if there's some questions or I can give you some examples of how it works and um, who it would be good for. Does that sound good, Camille? Yeah, that's, that's a terrific overview. Actually, I have a lot of questions and a couple have come in. So um, about, uh, well, let me start. Um, the first question I wrote down was how long have you been doing SRT? So uh, as a client, I started with the technique uh, with a practitioner out in Sedona, Arizona. Uh, so we did all of ours as phone sessions uh, back in 2009. And after working with her, you know, on and off every couple of months for a year, she said, you know, you can learn to do this yourself. <laughs> and I did. And so I went and took some classes and uh, became a practitioner, I want to say 2011 or 12. So as a practitioner for about seven years at this point. Okay, and um, my next questions. Um, so, from the way you explained the beginning, the belief of this, and if you were a client, you had to believe that um, your destiny is kind of pre created, and do you have a way of changing that? 
because it's well it's, i don't think i would say your like, soul comes down yeah well you you were basically coming down with a set of potentials i think is a better way to okay. look at that's potential a good experiences that you would like to experience incarnated in your physical existence in a body um whatever body form you choose okay I, because again i this also works with animals so you come down with, as I said, a, a curriculum of here's what I'd like to do while I'm here in this body, all the things I like to learn, experience. And, you know, your experience as a soul is on behalf of you as an individual soul, but also on the greater behalf of spirit from a learning perspective. So if you remember, I said, you know, you get some core learning experiences handed to you in that packet from spirit because spirit's also trying to learn so we're all spiritual beings right we're all learning and experiencing all these different things um in in our you know, current incarnation and it, it's all for the purpose of spiritual learning so yes you, that's why i said even with the clearing what's cleared is cleared but you because you have free will choice can choose to go back and replicate those things that we just cleared because you okay. have free will and we don't mm -hmm. prevent that we, we are not preventing you from making what we're trying to do is clear out the stuff that prohibits you from making positive free will choices. Now, I say positive, that doesn't mean everything's always happy. It's a positive choice on your part to make a conscious choice. Some of the things that happen to us are happening at the unconscious and subconscious level. And that's where like the energetic programs can get stuck. That's where SRT can be helpful because it's those things that you can't consciously access yourself that might be making you stumble or stay in a stuck pattern or stay in a limiting pattern. And SRT can get at that level and clear up that blockage and let you get back to making a conscious, positive free will choice. Okay. Um, my next question has to do with um, the, the technique itself. So is the technique more that the person's sitting there quietly and yeah. you're kind of doing it? Is it like hypnosis? Are you questioning it more like therapy? Um, there's, there literally, literally is nothing for the client to do besides, okay. you know, appointment and um and as i said they don't even really have to show up in person because i do offline clearings uh, for people so it's just having permission the first step in the prep the work phase is asking permission to work okay. with the high self yeah uh, the client is actually not doing anything it is a questioning technique but the questions are really um to help facilitate the pendulum and the connection of the information with the high self the two high selves so it's not, I'm not interrogating or, or interviewing the client per se. It's really asking the high selves, you know, where are we going? What are we clearing? What does this person need to perhaps hear consciously, you know, which I would be saying through the clearing. Oh, we go to chart four and this came up. Oh, okay, clear it. And there's something about the, the information that comes through that process that some things the clients need to hear and some things they don't. Spirit will just guide me um, through the process of having that connection that just clear it, you know, we don't need to explain it, just clear it. And there's a reason for that because you don't need to get stuck in that energy. Sometimes you need to hear things for the purpose of learning. Sometimes we just need to clear it and move on. Okay. So they're well, not always consciously aware of what you're clearing. Yeah, it's just more for the client's conscious awareness when it's appropriate. Always feel it's appropriate. They just sometimes say, just clear it and move on so they can get on to the next thing. And does it happen that a client could have a block that they're not aware of and that, that you find and you just yes. mentioned that that's what happens? Yeah. 
that's what it is. A lot of our blocks are at the, at, we have many layers of levels of consciousness and mm -hmm. the incarnation process, which we don't have a lot of time to get into the details. There are, you know, 13, I think it's 18 minds and bodies, as we say, and some of them are conscious and some of them are subconscious minds. Um, so there's, there is that where some of the programming is in the subconscious and that's where you can't access it at a conscious level, but SRT can get there, you know, through this technique. Okay. All right. And um, we have some questions from our gallery. Paul, I see you raising your hand. I have your questions. Do you have other ones? Do you want to come online? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if I know somebody who is a disbeliever, can you clear somebody without them knowing? Oh, good question. Um, that is a great question. The first step in the process is asking permission from high self. So I'll give you examples of where I have done, well, call a proxy clearing. A parent who is concerned that a child is struggling with something in, you know, bullying or, you know, some stress or anxiety and the parent is the one who overtly gives me permission. But when I still go in to do the clearing for that child, I still am asking permission of the high self of the child. So your high self knows what you need. <laughs> and so your, in your example, the, the person who is a disbeliever, you know, there has to be some level. If you want that person to come and make an appointment, that's probably going to be pretty challenging, right? Because they're not going to want to do it. If you want to have someone do a clearing on behalf of someone else, then permission still has to be asked through the high self. And, you know, the high self will either acknowledge, yes, I want to go forward or no, I don't. In what cases would, so if the higher self is always looking out for the best of us, each one of us, my higher self looking for mine, you know, each person has their own. They're looking for their their best possibilities. Why would the higher self ever say no? Stay away. It, it, it's because it, we're all unique individuals, and there are some high selves that will are not as educated. <laughs> um, we always check to make sure high selves are up at the highest levels of spiritual consciousness as part of the technique. So you could have someone's high self that is at a lower level and doesn't quite get it um, or doesn't believe that at this point that is in the best interest of that person. Okay. Thanks. Sure. Good question. Oops. Paul had some other questions too. Is the clearing immediate or does it take time? Do they know it right away? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, yes, the, people do tend to feel a shift of energy Quite quickly. So sometimes people will feel it, things in the session as we're going through it. They may feel physical sensations. They may feel a like like the physical sensation might just be a sense of energy moving, or they may feel if they especially if they were feeling really um, down or negative or felt like kind of uh, pressed down, if you will, by the energy. A lot of times people experience a feeling of lightness. They can literally feel the weight of whatever those patterns were lifting off and out from them. Um, the clearing, a lot of the clearing, because things are happening so much faster now with where we are spiritually in, in terms of ascension consciousness, the clearings are happening when most of it is processing in the session, but sometimes there is residual time after the session for it to completely process and clear, and it can be hours, days, or even weeks, depending on that unique individual person's circumstances and situation, and that is something that we do tend to check at the end of the session. I have a whole 
little checklist of things that I do like a little energy body check and tune up to make sure all the energies are flowing as they need to be for that person. And if we are processing a lot of things, we will often check, you know, completeness, accuracy, um, what percent has processed at this point as we end up with clearing and how much more time would it take to complete that process. So you have a good idea by the time you leave. So with a, sometimes with some detox and other modalities, as it's being cleared, right, I'm going to use just a generic term of cleared out, there's a, you know, just the opposite. There's kind of a sluggishness. Your body is, you know, working to excrete and get rid of this. Um, do people ever experience that as well, or is it more of the, the lightness that you, yeah. that you described? So, so it could be no, anything. No, it, it, but it could be anything, but I have had clients who do feel very tired because, you know, your, your whole body, your energy field, your consciousness, like your entire being is working really hard to, yeah. to throw that off. And sometimes you're tired because you're holding on to that energy like so tightly and then when you release it, you know, it's like muscle fatigue in a way, <laughs> you know, you're tired because you've been in that clenched up, shut down, you know, stuck pattern for so long that you're, you're just kind of, you know, it hurts, it's exhausting. And so you do feel sometimes um, that physical tiredness. So I have had people say, and I'm, that was my experience too. I would sometimes feel really wiped out, <laughs> like, wow, that was great. But I'm also like exhausted. I had to go take a nap. So it could be that or people, you know, came in and I've had one client who came in, you know, didn't even realize until we went through, you know, just generally checking in and questioning, you know, how's everything going and how are you feeling in your body and, you know, how do you feel generally before and after and didn't realize that she came in and she said, oh, you know, I came in here and I was so focused on, you know, what we were going to be doing in the session. She said, I forgot, I've had this really persistent knee pain and at the end of the session, the knee pain was gone and it was just a nice residual part of the clearing that whatever got cleared and rebalanced for her also ended up taking that pain out of her knee. So it's very, you know, individual, like how people clear and how quickly they clear and what they feel. Some people are bouncing off the walls because they've got like lots of excess energy now. And other people are really tired because they've been working really hard, you know, in the session at, at some energetic level and they just need to you know, relax and, and rebalance. Um. I'm curious, can people reach their own higher self in the same way that you reach them, or they have to be trained to do that? Well, as I said in the beginning, everyone has the ability to connect with your high self. High yeah. self is part of you. So yes, you definitely can do it. Um, the technique, I think, facilitates a more efficient way to maybe clear some of those things and also gives you a, more tools to know how and what to ask so that you know what is possible. Um, I have to say, I haven't found too many things where I couldn't apply to this technique. It really does work in a lot of areas. Um, you know, I told you business, um, all of the illness, injury, you know, um, mental, emotional spectrum things, dynamics between relationships, um, making a decision, you know, should, which is a better path for me, A or B, you know, is this a good book to read, you know, yes or no, is the source of this information the highest quality and that, I mean, there are so many things that you can apply this technique to because it's pendulum based and it's an inquiry technique and you're connecting to your high self and asking, you know, what's the highest good for me in this situation or in this uh, path or decision. So you can, we all have this ability to do it. It just, the SRT technique gives you a lot more efficient way to do it, to get through things and maybe do more things than you would think are possible. Just, um, just to define high self, do you mean your own higher level of consciousness or do you mean your 
what I call collective consciousness from source, or who's watching over you. Does that make sense? We all have, as I said, we all have our own spiritual committees and our own helpers. So some of the, I'm going to give you an example, I'm looking at this chart here because there are so many in here, it's hard to remember them all. But we all have guides, we have guardian angels, we have high self, we have angels, masters, uh, high councils, forces of light, the Holy Spirit, <laughs> infinite councils, um, just all these other spiritual committee helpers and offices and roles. So each of us has that in our own existence. And as a spiritual level, you know, we can be playing different parts of those roles for other people in our lives, in our soul family, or for people outside our soul family. So um, high self is really an aspect of you as all of these spiritual committee members are it's just that high self is the one that is most suited and works in the akashic records which is where we want to get to because we're always trying to get to root cause of what is the thing that's blocking you limiting you holding you back and that gets sourced up in the akashic records okay that Got makes it. sense thank you um anyone else paul i see your hands raised again go ahead well i'll, I'll wait if other people have questions yeah. go ahead so, so when you mentioned that you started working with a practitioner at Macedonia and then kind of transitioned over to, to study and go on your own to, to work on your own self, is there a typical um, period of time that you would work with a client? Um, yeah, period, right? Do you work with a certain, certain amount of time or is, can this be something, it seems like it could be ongoing sort of forever and how do you determine when it's more time for almost self-study as opposed to working with somebody? Oh, bad question. <laughs> she didn't like that question. <sighs> <sighs> See if she comes back in. Oh, there I go. So you mentioned that um, you started with practitioner at Sedona and worked with him or her for a while and then decided that you were going to, to work on it yourself. So when you're working with clients, is there a particular amount of time that you work with somebody before maybe you recommend that they go off on themselves or, you know, how does, what are the timeframes? And I would imagine like there's always something that can be cleared. You know, there, there really is. And I, sometimes I laugh because I like everyone else, you know, we go through periods of struggle and it's like the shoemaker's children. Sometimes I'm like, I really have to remember to stop and do a clearing myself <laughs> um, because in the busyness of life, we forget, right? Because we're not going out to ask somebody else to do that. Um, as far as, you know, when and if it's appropriate for someone to go train in the technique, that's a very individual thing. There are people, many people that use SRT for years and years and years with individual practitioners, or they might contact the Spiritual Response Association, which is the certifying organization that uh, provides all the curriculum and certifies the teachers and the consultants. They also have a consulting line worldwide. So many people will just work with a consultant, work with a practitioner, um, or call the consulting line to have clearings done whenever that comes up as an issue or a need for them. Other people um, want more tools in their life to, to work with, whether they're working with clients or not, or just to help themselves and their family and might feel called to take the class. So there's a basic class and there's a, an advanced class. And then there are some other um, ad hoc type classes that you can take along the way um, toward becoming a certified consultant or teacher. 
and there are certain requirements in order to be a certain uh, to be a consultant and a teacher. So it's it's hard to say. It's really more what are people called for. Just like any other modality, sometimes you know you you go to a massage therapist for years, but you don't feel called to train to be a massage therapist. So, um, but I think this is a great technique for people to have in their life. It's just that you know whether you feel called to go through the training uh, is an individual decision. It's about a weekend, by the way. Each class is, I think, um, anywhere from three to five days, depending on which level class it is. So, Thank you. Larry, you had a question for Sue Ann? I have several. First of all, thank you for getting up this early and joining us. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, let's go to the training to begin with. Is it in Sedona, or where does the training take place? Oh, no, that's a great question. Uh, the practitioner I happen to connect with used to live in New Jersey, uh, was one of the teachers that is in New Jersey. New Jersey is actually lucky because we have three or four certified teachers in New Jersey, and that's definitely not the case all around the country or the world. So in terms of when you want to take a class, the best thing to do is to check the SRA's website. And I think their website is spiritualresponse.org, but don't hold me to that. I'll have to check that or provide that after the um, webinar here. But they have classes all over the world, and the dates are well published ahead of time because they have only a certain number of certified teachers, and the teachers tend to travel around to those classes. So a group of, usually it's practitioners in the area, um, will want to host a class or teachers who get a lot of inquiries will put a request in to have a class held in their area and then the SRA will attempt to find a teacher and they enroll a minimum number of people in that class and then they'll hold the class but they're all over the world so you don't have to take one in your area if you want to make a uh, vacation out of it you can go take an SRT class pretty much anywhere in the world um, so that training that's how the training's done and there are um, some practice groups, you know, after you get into basic and advanced, or if you want to kind of keep your skills up, there are some local groups that do practice groups in different parts of the country, and some people even offer them online, like through Zoom or Skype, to, you know, with the community of practitioners. But you can take a class anywhere. Good. The other question is, you speak about removing blocks and getting energy in the body, and you also said it works on disease. My question is twofold. Chronic fatigue syndrome and Addison's, which is, does this work on those two? Um, I am not going to speak to specific diseases because the energy patterns and the limiting blocking part of illness, you know, the illusion of illness, first of all, that, you know, from a spiritual concept is really what SRT is going to help address. So I would say if people do have chronic illness, it wouldn't be a bad move to try SRT to at least clean up some of the spiritual roots of why that experience happened for the person. And yeah, I, I would say it would be something that would be worth trying. Whether you need one session or more sessions, that, that would be based on how much, um, what, what spiritual healing and clearing up needs to happen and how readily the client is ready to release that. You know, this is why people end up coming for multiple sessions. Some things we're ready to release and we're so done with that pattern, we want to get it out and we're more than happy to have, you know, high self help us clear it. Other things we actually perceive as a benefit. Some, some illnesses, there is a benefit program hiding in there somewhere that you, you're having that experience because it's in some way perceived as a benefit. It could be that maybe because people give you attention. <laughs> it could be because for some reason you need to experience, um, you know, a certain pattern of healing or love or affection or relationships, you know, who knows? It, it's so widely varied by people and circumstance. 
but it would certainly be an appropriate thing to try to at least help that person clean up the pattern that created the illness and that might be keeping them stuck in the pattern of the illness. So there is really no specific healing uh, connected to this other than individual and see how it goes. Am I correct? Yeah, because it's an individual energy pattern and an individual set of you know experiences. So we're, we're working with that person and their spiritual programs and their spiritual healing needs. Okay, now, you. there are certain protocols. For example, there's an actual allergy protocol, um, which has you know specific things to do. But if I, if someone came to me with, with what you had, I would first, I would be doing a general clearing because that's part of the protocol to see what is ready to be cleared. And then we would go in and see if there is something that comes up that is ready to be cleared and released in the research phase that would address that particular. Um, again, we're not necessarily working. We're not going to necessarily see all the physical ramifications of that clearing right away, but it's going to help clean up the energetic roots of it and the spiritual roots of it so that the rest of the healing pattern can do what it needs to do to that person. So whatever the disease is, it's first a clearing and then seeing how it goes. It doesn't matter what the disease is, as I said before. Yeah, uh, but that, that would be a good way to look at it. You always want to just clear up the spiritual roots of whatever those patterns are that are, you know, that cause that, produce that experience. Um, and again, you may have made a positive will, free will choice at some level to stay in that experience to have that illness. So, you know, it's not that necessarily it's going to erase it or uh, clear it right away because there are a lot of factors that go into why we all get into a pattern of illness. What has been your experience with cancer, with people that have a life or death experience and some people that are stage two, three or four, where time is of the essence? Uh, has this technique worked or helped people in that uh, situation? Um, I haven't had a lot of direct experience with cancer patients for this technique, but I think just because of the severity of that and because, again, a lot of, if not all, illness is rooted somehow in some kind of spiritual um, pattern or experience that we've chosen at some soul level to have, it would certainly be an appropriate thing to try as part of the overall care for that person. Thank you. There may be some spiritual healing that happens that makes that um, experience you know, clearer for them, like why it happened for them, so that they can move forward with healing at other levels. I've worked with people who work with spirit guides and with angels, mm -hmm. and they sort of, I don't know how they do it, they sort of get them to watch over you during a certain period of time, even though they're with you your entire life. And there are specific archangels or whatever for various uh, uh, things that you may need in your life and various guidance. Do you at any time work with them or is this an, something entirely different? No, I, I think that's really different than what we're talking about with SRT. As I said, the guardian angels and guides and, and other angels are, are certainly part of the spiritual healing team, but it's different than what we're talking about with SRT and clearing programs in the Akashic Records. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyone else on the line uh, have any questions or something they want to ask Sue Ann before we wrap it up? Meryl, your hand's up. Um, hold on, let me unmute you. Go ahead. Hello. Um, my question is, um, how long are the sessions usually with you and what do you charge? Okay. Um, 
the first session is I always tell people plan on an hour and a half. And I believe it's 175 for that session. I have to look <laughs> um, in my book, but yes, it's about, and then after that, you're really in the term of probably anywhere from a 30 minute to a 60 minute session, depending on what you know, the next clearings look like or what issues you want to work on. Um, and there tends to be a, a healthy interval, meaning at least a couple of days or weeks between the first session and any follow-up sessions. Main reason being, we need time to process, assimilate, and integrate that clearing and sort of rebalance afterwards. So, you know, you would come for an initial session, either Skype, Zoom, or um, in person, and then we would go through the technique, you know, in more detail than we've had time to go through here today, um, do the clearing, right, and then any questions or specific follow-ups that come out of that session there sometimes there are things you know people need to do um, or other modalities that are that come up as a recommended output for next best step for them and then really i leave it up to the client i mean i can tell you know at the end of the session i can tell you you know spirit says don't come back for like two months or you know <laughs> maybe at least two weeks you know so you process this clearing and then see how you're feeling see if you feel like you need to clear more um, so that, you know, you, and what's next, you know, you'll, you may be looking at things differently in something that was a pressing issue for you when you came in the door for this first session, because it got cleared and released all of a sudden now, you know, your focus is in a different direction. And you say, oh, well, now I want to learn about that. You know, what's, why am I being held back in that area? And we'll come in and do a clearing on a totally different issue, um, which is perfectly fine. So it really, I, I like to leave the initial session with a set of follow-ups and takeaways. Um, I also do teach people the emotional freedom technique as a takeaway from that initial session so that you have a tool to use at home. Because once your awareness is more focused on, okay, I feel out of balance or I feel stress or anxiety or something bubbling up, that's a great take-home technique that you can use. It's also known as tapping, the EFT technique. So everybody gets a little tutorial with that. So. Um, and sometimes, you know, that's, that just gets them on the path they need to be. And they may not come back for clearing for, you know, a couple of weeks, months, or even a year because everything is, you know, going well for them. And then they're not feeling as stuck as they were. But typically, first session, hour and a half, 175. After that, it's, um, they're based on an hourly rate. So it's usually about 65 for 30 minutes or 115 for an hour. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Excellent. Thank you. That's a good question. Uh, anyone else? Any questions for Sue Ann before we wrap up? Okay, I think we're good. Sue Ann, thank you so much for doing this for us today. This was really, really exciting and really, really interesting. Um, Paul's clapping, so I can see. <laughs> so, um, I knew nothing about it, so I, I, I love when we have uh, member spotlights of things that I know nothing about so we can ask really good questions. And these uh, are recorded so they can go out on our YouTube channel for the general public so they can ask a lot of questions too. And I love being the, the catalyst for um, people out there just searching for answers. So thank you so much for coming out tonight and meeting us on Zoom and being a part of this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I should probably give contact information for people. Yeah, go ahead. So um, you can contact me at fifth dimension healing energy at gmail.com. So that's fifth, F I F T H, dimension healing energy at gmail.com. Um, phone number is 908 730 0658. Feel free to leave a message. And um, there's a website, fifth dimension healing energy.net, has some more information on 
SRT as well as some other energy healing modalities. And um, yeah, I think that's it. But that would be the best way is to connect and, and ask questions to see if the clearing is right for you. And we usually do at least a 15 minute kind of pre-call, discovery call to talk a little bit about it, see if it's right for you, and then book your appointment and off we go, clearing in the Akashic Records for you, so. Excellent. Thank you again, and thanks everyone for uh, joining us and coming out this morning. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining me today on our video podcast, NLBP TV. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about our professional community, the Natural Life Business Partnership, and to become a member, go to www.thenaturallife.org. Part of membership is to join us live at these tapings, plus have access to unlisted material and a closed professional community specifically for the holistic entrepreneur. Follow us for free on Facebook. I look forward to our next episode. Bye-bye.